0: The Marketing Technology Blog Radio Show with Douglas Carr, founder of the Marketing Technology Blog and author of Corporate Blogging for Dummies, online marketing strategies, web, search, social, email, mobile, news, (laughs) tips, tricks, and best practices from actual marketers, search professionals, and social media experts. Well, hello, everybody. Sorry, uh... My voice is a little bit under the weather, and I think we've got some noise in the background, but we're doing this the old-fashioned way. Uh, edge to the web radio with Aaron Sparks and the team of Site Strategics uh, was was uh, put off this week. Aaron's just got a ton of work, a fantastic agency that he's got going there with Site Strategics. And so I just wanted to take time and thank our sponsors and let you know what's going on with the Marketing Tech blog as a whole uh as well as of course uh discuss some cool tips and tricks for you. Uh and then uh, if you have a if you have a question you can actually dial in uh if you go to the Blog Talk Radio um uh, address there that I sent out via Twitter and um and Facebook. So stick with us. And uh we'll get this going. Um the first thing I wanted to talk about this uh today was some of the latest posts on, on our blog. Um some fascinating things are happening with the industry right now, and that's that there's a convergence uh of of systems. And what I mean by that is uh if you didn't see the news, uh Exact Target has dropped the Exact Target moniker and now it's just um Salesforce and it's uh, messaging through Salesforce. And so the brand is gone. Boy, that just seems huge to me. Uh, all the money and time and everything else, and I think there's definitely a connotation of Exact Target that uh, warm and cool and fuzzy uh, that I don't necessarily get with the Salesforce brand. But but I guess it was bound to happen, and uh, it cost them two and a half billion bucks to to get the brand in there. Um, so that's that's this is what happens when a company buys buy other companies. Um, but we're seeing this across the across the spectrum from uh, SAP, Oracle, uh, Salesforce, all of these different monster companies are basically building out the infrastructure and connecting all the pieces that a marketer needs uh, to do business. And it's a pretty fascinating thing that's happening. And and I'm I'm curious. Um, I'm always curious what, what marketers believe. But one of the things that I I guess I do love about it is that integration is going to be a piece of cake, right? One-click integration and and uh, and your data will easily move from one platform to the other because it, behind the scenes they're all integrated. But on another, uh, you know, on the other hand, what I don't like about it is the freedom to move. And that's that. Uh, you know, we tend to see that each platform has its strengths and weaknesses. And depending on what your strengths and weaknesses are within the organization – You might not like, you know, maybe you want to use Exact Target, but you want Sugar CRM as your CRM, or you want Microsoft Dynamics, or um, you know, or or any number of things. So it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. I I have a feeling that there's still room in the industry where we're going to have these monster players with these end-to-end platforms, but I think we're going to have a lot of room in the industry. Um, for for up and coming uh, companies and and I think if you've if you've noticed the blog you, you know we talked about uh, if you haven't been to Scott Brinker's blog Chief Martech um, he has some amazing uh, news just on the movement within the industry you know how much money is being spent I think it's like you know 21 billion dollars or something right now is in investment on marketing related technologies. And the the top companies within the space, I I think he quoted as only own about 4% of the space. So when you think about that, when you picture that, you know, this isn't like, uh, you know, TV news where one station kind of owns the whole market and the rest split it. This is is where, you know, there are thousands of players and there's new ones uh, every single day. Today we saw a demonstration of content launch. I'm not sure if if you've seen that out there, but it's uh, I think it's beta about to go live here pretty soon with our friends there. Uh John Wubin um who who just knows a ton about, you know, content development and uh and helps companies every day with that. But um, you know, they're building this beautiful process uh you know, that's uh similar to some of the other process engines out there, um but a lot more cost effective for the medium you know, small and medium-sized business to license, um, and that's where I think that there's a, a huge opportunity in the space. Is in with these uh, smaller, up-and-coming, you know, uh, platforms. The the huge platforms are uh, tend to be hugely expensive as well, and sometimes you know, sometimes companies can't afford that cost. You know, uh, John said something on the. Webinar today that stuck with me. You know, he said he he said basically, you know, that if your if your content processing, you know, uh, costs more than your content management system, you know, you you might have a problem. And that's what we see across the board is that people tend to spend their entire budget on the license of these big tools, and then they don't have they don't have any money left to actually use the tools and and the you know, the joke, or it's not funny, but the joke that I keep using is that, you know, the marketing technology industry is a, it's a lot like selling refrigerators to starving people. And that's that, you know, the marketers are looking for something to solve their problems. So they, they buy these monstrosity, you know, systems, but then they don't have the actual resources to fill the system. So if it's email, they don't have people to design emails and write the content. If it's marketing automation, they don't have anybody to, you know, to analyze their personas and, and their buyer streams and, and and fold out, roll up their campaigns. Uh, if, it's a, if it's a blogging platform, they don't have people that can write content internal. And this is what we keep seeing over and over and over in this space. And so I really feel like there's a huge push in the space to get the cost down. I think the cost should be, you know, pennies. When you think about how much your refrigerator costs and then how much food costs, You know, your refrigerator is a fraction of the cost of the food. And I think that should be the same way in our industry, that I think the pricing must come down on all of these different platforms. Uh, We've got to get them down to a manageable, you know, cost so that companies can be successful with them. Um, It's not good when you, you know, sell your marketing automation system, you know, at at $2,000 a month to somebody, and And then they can't actually afford to you know to do the research and to buy the content and to hire the graphic designers to build out landing pages and call to actions and optimize it and and measure it and respond to it that's not good and I think um you know some of the latest uh stats that we've seen in the marketing tech industry uh prove that to be true i I know Hubspot has released a you know, a ton of data on their or, or they had to release their financial data on their IPO, and and it showed absolutely that they have, you know, very high turnover with clients, uh, and and very high turnover to me means that clients aren't finding that the platform is imperative for use. Now that's that's no knock against HubSpot. It's a it's it's a solid platform, but the problem is is that is that companies are spending all the money on the license. And then they don't have any money left over to to implement you know this great tool that they have uh to get out there and so we're excited about the new companies we're excited about the the new companies that are quite complex and and do a lot of different things uh but have brought their pricing down to a manageable level when i mean when I say manageable, you know I hope to see you know most of these platforms you know get down to two hundred fifty to you know, five hundred dollars a month. Uh, you know, and then and then, you know, the marketers can really take advantage of it because they can afford, you know, they can afford the content development and the research and the and the design, you know, assets that they need to make them useful. So let's uh let's talk about some of the sponsors that we have on the marketing tech blog. I'm not sure if you've subscribed to the Marketing Tech Blog newsletter. If you haven't, go to marketingtechblog.com. And please, please, please fill in the subscription information. We are using a platform called Circupress that we developed. Um, It was with my friend Adam Small. He owns a real estate marketing company called Digital Home Info. And he's been sending out uh, millions of emails out of his own servers uh, for years now. And, you know, I was explaining our problem that every time we – we got on a platform, whether it was Mailchimp, who, uh, a solid you know email marketing platform, or all the way up to an expensive you know Exact Target. There was no way to really take the content that we had already already written and share it with our email list. Now, now Mailchimp has like a RSS to email feature in it, but even that requires you know that you um, you either do their simple script and, and just pop it in. Or you actually customize, you know, your feed, which requires development resources to get it in there. Uh, you know, someone like a, a Salesforce, you know, they have HTTP GET, so they can go scrape a page. Which means that, okay, well now you've got to have a developer design a page that looks good and and gets sent well. And so what we decided was uh, Adam and I decided to partner on SearcherPress. We have delivered uh you can go to the circuitpress website and watch a video about the service, but we've delivered three point one million WordPress newsletters uh already with the service We have outstanding deliverability and basically the way it works, so you know is this isn't there are a lot of email newsletter plugins for WordPress, and they use uh the the client's host server to send those emails and that is a disaster. Um uh there's a number of reasons why it is. One is you have to build reputation um over time to, in order to send emails and have them get through. The, the 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 big myth, you know, in the in the in the email industry is that um is that, you know, people talk about deliverability. People talk about deliverability and they say, you know, we get ninety percent of our emails delivered to the inbox and and that's uh that doesn't well, they say they deliver 90% of, of the emails, but that's delivered. That just means that they made it to Gmail or they made it to Outlook or they made it to wherever you're hosting your email app. But that doesn't mean that they actually got placed in the inbox. A lot of that goes to junk and a lot of it goes to the you know spam folder, whether you like it or not. And that's built off of a company's reputation, and the reputation is determined by the server that they're sending it from. So you can imagine if you're just sending email from GoDaddy, uh, you know, you're hosting on GoDaddy, and that's a great place to host, but, you know, you're hosting there. Well, you might be sending from a server that is has millions of websites uh, sending, or you know, I shouldn't say millions, thousands of other websites sending. And maybe a lot of those are sending spam. And so the problem is is that you're your Your ability to make the inbox is going to be really lacking uh and your emails might be delivered quote unquote uh, but they might be delivered straight to the junk filter um so we built Circupress that basically within WordPress you can easily you know write and send an email, or you could have a daily and weekly email automatically sent for you when you write new content so if you see our weekly newsletter that's sent out every single Monday. <clears throat> that email is automatically sent. We don't do anything. Uh, literally, we built uh, we built a template just like a WordPress template. We built a Circupress template, and that takes and puts all of our posts and, and properly spaces them and, and does all the nice things. And, and then we even took the template and we made it responsive. So it looks great on a mobile device as well. Um, so if you sign up, sign up for CircuitPress. Uh, here's the thing. You can sign up for free and you can start sending email for free. It only starts charging, you know, you only start getting charged once you start sending a certain volume of email. And um, and we'd love your feedback on the system. It's uh, We're we're developing kind of a wizard approach to ramping it up right now, but CircuitPest has been around now for a year, and we have over a few hundred clients now sending email on it. And like I said, we've sent over 3 million emails. So uh, it's it's no uh, no small task there. Um, another sponsor of ours that, that you should absolutely check out is Deposit Photos. Uh, Deposit Photos, we were doing stock photos, and um, well, let me take it back a step. The worst thing you could possibly do if you're working on your email marketing or your website marketing, is to go do a Google search for an image and plop it in your email or your website. Chances are you're violating someone's copyright. If it's a iStock photo or or a Getty or any of the other images out there, they are going to come after you. They have full-time staffs and they have technology that basically scrapes sites and identifies people that are utilizing images uh, that they shouldn't be using, that they haven't licensed from them. And you get hit over the head with a huge uh, bill. And it's basically a, hey, pay us, you know, a $1,000 or a few thousand dollars, or we're going to take you to court. And if they, you know, I don't know that anybody actually goes to court, but uh, you're going to lose, you know, if you go to court because you've used their their copyrighted material without permission. Um, So, you know we started buying stock photos and and we started using them on the site uh quite a while ago or we started doing our own illustrations um and and it was really frustrating because we were spending you know we we're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars uh just on on stock on stock photos and then the guys from deposit photos got a hold of us and they said hey we'd love to do a deal with marketing tech blog and so we get some of our, uh, we get kind of a baseline of photos at no cost and then and then we buy above that quantity. And so Deposit Photos has been an awesome partner for the site and it's been awesome for our budget as well. And if you don't, uh, you know, if you think, well, you get what you pay for, go to depositphotos.com and check out the photos that they have there. It's absolutely, uh, they just have a fantastic selection. Most of the photos you see on uh on the marketing tech blog are are found on deposit photos, so there's not a keyword that I haven't put in there that I don't get dozens of responses back uh with with different photos so go shop there you can go shop there right now and then they've got some cool programs you know like a you know a monthly program where you can just pay them monthly and you can download x number of of images uh and they even show you what you've already downloaded so so good service um. We uh wrote about a new partner on the site lead forensics uh and if you didn't catch that post, I'd like to talk to the talk about them for a little bit um probably about two years ago, maybe even three years ago, we started going down the path of of trying to figure out who was visiting our site and whether they would be good leads for us and so lead forensics uh we we tried if you do a search for Um, IP identification, you know, everybody that requests your website from a browser comes from an IP address. And that IP address, if that's located within a business, um, that IP address is registered to that business. And so you can absolutely see the businesses that are coming to your site with, with this IP identification. Now, the problem with IP identification is that a ton of different, you know, people popped up on the site. Or popped up on the web using it. Um, there's companies that accumulate the IP address information. Uh, I think it's basically public information, but they put it into a usable format, and uh, and they put it out there for uh, and they sell these databases or they sell the platform. And the problem is the the database never changes, and so you can really get stuck with a cheap provider. That they are not updating the IP addresses in their business, and so you're not getting the latest data. So an IP address says that you know they came from you know some company that you want to do business with. You call up that company or or write that company, and it and it winds up that it's you know that IP address was given to a new company, and and uh, and you're lost. So inaccurate data is probably the biggest you know, um, impediment in that industry. Uh, The next thing that's really tough with those industries is their user interfaces. Uh, They are absolutely god-awful. And we signed up, we even signed a contract with one uh, because uh, we liked some of the data that we were getting, uh, but to make it usable was just a nightmare. Literally, their team had to set up uh, and build a report template for us to get by email. It was so bad. Uh, and then, <clears throat> and so, you know, when we got a couple of clients on it, the clients just could not navigate it. They couldn't get around. They couldn't figure out what to do. And so we gave up on that one. And, and unfortunately they won't let us out of their contract until next March. So be careful who you do business with as well. When you sign those contracts, uh, even if their site sucks and their product sucks, um, they they will lock you in and they, they locked us in. Um, so, if, if you're looking for one of these platforms and you're thinking about buying one, check with me before you do, and I'll tell you whether they were one of the people. Um, but we we tested all of them. We uh, and and I mean it. Over the last few years, we've tested all of them, and by far the one that was the most accurate and had the most friendly user interface was called uh, Lead Forentics. And um, I I got in touch with them. We did a demo, we put it on our site, and then now we've got it on two other client sites. And it is just a fantastic system. It even has the capabilities in there of, um, of geographically splitting you know, and assigning to certain salespeople. Uh, it, there's just a ton of information. You can flag people for whether they're a customer or whether they're a prospect. You can have it alert you if they hit the website again. Um, you can see what pages they read on the website. And if they weren't registered, uh, you know, uh, if they weren't on anonymous search, you can see what search terms that they were using when you when they hit the site. Uh, so um, go to the website. If you go to the bottom of the page, go to the marketing tech blog and go to the bottom of the page and you'll see a Lead Forensics uh, banner on our sponsors. Go ahead and click that and sign up for a demo at their website, Lead Forensics. and And this is – this is becoming important to us. So the Marketing Tech Blog and DKD Media, we have been shifting our focus and really trying to bring on all of the marketing and technology-related clients that we can. And we've been doing less and less work with B2C companies and companies outside that space. Um, part of the reason is because we have the Marketing Tech Blog and we have such a huge following. So it's 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 great for us to be able to um, provide leads to our clients Simply uh, by mentioning them online, Lead Forensics got a hold of me today, and from the post, you know they got I think four different people that that are um, that are signed up for trials right now, and for them that's that's just a, a great return on investment. Um, and so uh, check out Lead Forensics, and and what we're doing with it is we're looking for marketing tech related companies. So when a marketing tech related company lands on uh, the marketing tech blog, and then maybe clicks over to GK New Media, we identify that company. And now we can go out and we can actively uh, – what I do is I connect on LinkedIn to their marketing people, and uh, and I introduce myself and, and ask them if, if they're interested in any type of sponsorship opportunity or infographic and white paper development or anything else. And that's that prospecting process is going to be uh, a lot more active for us in the future as we really work on, you know, our sponsorship on the blog and making that, you know, our flagship, you know, uh, publication. Um, Speaking of the Marketing Tech blog, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit today that we have a new site launching here pretty soon. Um, So we have gotten the help of Exit 31. They are a a local firm uh, here in Indianapolis that are working with a lot of different startups uh, Ryan Feniger is uh, is the founder. Ryan has probably had his hands in, you know, every single startup here in the area uh, for the last God knows how many years. And he's just an exceptional guy to to talk to and, and a fun guy to work with. And um, he started his uh, agency, Exit 31, really just to help that. He wanted to help companies kind of ramp up, start up, get a web presence, Uh, do some beautiful designs. And so we've been working closely with their team uh, on a couple of different clients now. And I love their usability so much uh, that we hired them uh, to do the redesign for the marketing tech blog. So uh, watch for that probably within the next two to four weeks we will go live with the new site, and it is so much nicer. Um, I don't think we have a bad site right now, but it's a little bit aged in its look and feel. And um, and the new site will will be uh, responsive, uh, and it'll have a couple of really unique features. One is we have dynamic advertisements on the site right now. Uh, that'll continue. So if you're reading a mobile. You know, if you're reading something about mobile marketing, you're going to see a mobile advertisement for a mobile platform. But the other piece that we're adding to it is a lead generation form right in the site. And so if you want help with that topic, you can get help with that topic just by filling out a form right there. And uh, and we're excited about that. We we think that it's hard for people to contact us uh, through the blog. They typically contact us through DK, DK New Media um, we want to make it much easier for people to to connect with the marketing technology companies as they 're reading the post and as they're looking for help and when they 're ready to buy of course um, so watch for that in the f- near future and uh and if you want you know those types of design and usability and user interface service uh services check out exit thirty one just do a search form online and you can find them uh, exit thirty one also uh, is working with another partner of ours, 250OK, 250OK.com. Uh, I had opened up the conversation talking about search suppress and, and our deliverability. Uh, the people that have really helped us manage our, our authority and are helping us troubleshoot any issues that we had on getting to the inbox was 250OK. Uh, 250OK.com uh, has a series of tools. Uh, uh, one huge one is they have a blacklist informant. So basically they watch all of the blacklists of all of the Internet service providers and they alert you uh, if your IP address has been flagged as a source of spam. And that's really important. A lot of people's emails go straight to the junk filter because they wound up on a blacklist and they weren't aware of it. And most of the time all it takes is contacting that person, asking why you wound up on the blacklist and they'll absolutely tell you why. Uh, so the blacklist informant is just, just so important. Uh, the second piece uh, or another piece of their service that they have is the, um, well, Let me. I'm going to go to their site because I don't want to miss it, um, is the inbox informant. Now the inbox informant, what it's doing is you basically download a seed list from them And then you can monitor how many of your emails went to the inbox. So important. Like I said, email service providers do not do this. When email service providers talk about deliverability, I really, really want to cuss about when they talk about deliverability. They're not talking about anything. They're talking about their ability to send an email. It's no different than your deliverability when you're sending an email. Except uh, an email service sends it in bulk, and they have to really be careful that they don't get they don't get blocked. But even though uh, an email service provider has perfect deliverability, does not mean that your email is actually making it to the inbox. And so measuring if a bunch of people report you as spam in Gmail, for example, all of a sudden you might wind up. Uh, that all of your emails are going to the junk filter. And so you're paying for all of these emails to go out, but you're not getting the response you want, and and you're wondering why email marketing isn't working for you, and it's because you're just sending to the junk filter. So if you sign up for 250-OK, one, absolutely tell them that I sent you from Doug Gar from the Marketing Tech blog, um, but sign up for uh, 250 okay, and and you'll get the inbox informant and blacklist informant at uh, as part of the package, uh, and then they have a really beautiful thing that the, that they just added. They just added the design informant. The design informant, what it does is you can actually view your emails uh, using uh, they they did an integration with Litmus. And so you can see how your email looks in every, just about every email client across every device on the planet. And so this is another one that's super critical. Um, I think it's, you know, something like half of all emails are read on a mobile device right now. But I think there's probably, you know, a tenth of them that have been optimized for mobile. Um, so this is going to show you. That's why we spent a lot of time you know, on our responsive templates on CircuitPress to make sure that they looked great on a mobile device uh, so that our clients didn't have to. Um, but if you're making your own emails and you want to see what they look like, um, check out 250OK and then ask them um, you know, to add the litmus integration so that you can look at your design informant. The other piece of the design informant is is that it will show you uh other issues with uh with uh it'll basically give you a spam score you're, and you' the higher the spam score um the higher probability that you're gonna to be seen as spam and that's based off of not just the content of the email but also some of the configurations of your email server. And so these are really critical as well. You would be surprised that you know even if you have a um, even if you have a site that's uh sending out auto notices through you know uh, a mail um so so if it's PHP you know you're just doing a send mail uh off of your server you will be surprised that if you don't have some of the stuff configured on your site a lot of people will just automatically block your email and not let you in. Um and again, two hundred fifty OK with their design informant is gonna show you what those critical elements are uh and so that you can correct them. So uh two hundred fifty OK was founded by a good friend of mine, Greg Kryos. Greg was uh in in uh Exact Target's day when Exact Target was skyrocketing uh you know uh in size. Greg was their email deliverability guy and had relationships with all the ESPs. He knows this stuff inside and out. And, and I'm telling you, it is a lot more valuable for you to get someone like him who is vendor agnostic um, and has a tool that can help you regardless of of who you're sending with uh, and then, than it is to rely just on your email service provider. Um, email service providers are, are sending out billions and billions of emails, and they really don't care whether you're – you know, make in the inbox or not. Uh that's not their that's not their focus. And so getting an external, you know, service like 250 OK is really going to help you monitor uh, one, how great your email service provider's uh authority is um in the space and then uh and then whether your client whether your prospects and leads are are actually seeing the emails that they're getting. So check out two fifty okcom dot com. Absolutely love those guys. They're good friends of mine. Um, Some other sponsors that we should tell you about, Meltwater. Uh, Meltwater is basically, uh, it's our social monitoring service. If if you're wondering how I find out about all these incredible tools and all the fantastic uh, infographics out there, we do get pitched a lot of those, but a lot of other ones are coming off of uh, searches that we're scouring the internet for. Now, not all social monitoring services are alike, and this is what makes Meltwater different. Is um, basically, if you if you get you know a, a so simple social monitoring service, they might be pulling data from you know Google searches or something like that, and getting you your information. So they might be getting it two days late, and uh, and you might get alerted to you know someone angry. Out there about your product or service, and uh, and and you can't and you respond to them two days later. Well, it's too late now. It's already spread virally and everything else. Um, and then they might only monitor one or two social, you know, things. They might monitor Twitter and Facebook, or they might monitor just Twitter, or they might monitor Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Well, you need something that monitors everything, every social site, every publishing site. Uh, every search engine, everything. And that's what a social monitoring service like Meltwater provides is real-time, you know, alerts. Uh, we get daily alerts in our inbox uh, for mentions of our companies, of our clients. Uh, we get share of voice reports. We get a ton of information from the team at Meltwater. Meltwater has also put out a number of great white papers. So if you go to the white paper page, on um on marketing tech blog you can read um they've they've done especially some fantastic stuff on on marketing with facebook so check them out uh and then of course uh i'm going to mention our host uh wp engine uh you'll see a banner down at the bottom of our site i can't say enough good things about these guys they just helped me troubleshoot a, a really obscure problem that looked like it was leftover from a uh install of long ago. Uh but WP Engine is basically a, a high end WordPress hosting company. And uh you know some of the people that, that I talk to just go, ah, oh, there's no way that I'm gonna, you know, pay ninety nine dollars a month or for hosting or whatever. And folks you get what you pay for. So WP Engine has some very, very specific things that they do that are going to help you. First is They have their own proprietary caching engine um, that makes your site incredibly fast. And so uh, speed is of the essence for two things. Uh, For search engines, search engines love fast sites. And for conversions, uh, people like fast sites when they visit and they're going to purchase from you. Uh, So those two things alone, WP Engine is going to help you with. Then on top of that, they add a content delivery network on their $99 a month uh, option. And the content delivery network now is going to serve your content faster to people closer to them. And so a content delivery network, we just wrote about that today on the Marketing Tech Blog, what it is, why it's important. Content delivery networks just help your site, again, uh, act a lot faster, respond a lot faster. Then WP Engine has a couple other fantastic things. Uh, They have a staging area, so I can copy my production site to staging, work on an upgrade for it, and then move it back and put it live. It's it's just phenomenal, especially with our clients. Uh, we actually charge our clients more if they don't use WP Engine because of the problems that we run into on staging and, and developing uh, their websites. Um, and, and so the staging environment and the copy to staging and copy back to production are awesome. And then uh, security and backups are the last two features. WP Engine is always monitoring and, and checking for security loopholes. They will automatically upgrade plugins and themes if they find that there's security loopholes in your site. Uh, so they keep on top of that. And then they have backups and they have a fantastic uh, backup engine that backs up once a night, or you can do on demand and it's a one-click restore or one-click backup. Uh, in their in their admin environment. So I can't say enough nice things about the guys at WP Engine. We do have an affiliate relationship with them. So if you want to take a look at what they're doing, we'll scroll down to the bottom of the marketing tech blog and look for the WP Engine logo and, uh, and get over there. Um, another sponsor of ours is MindJet. And uh, I'm going to play a little uh, commercial that we did for MindJet a while ago. Each and every week, you get bombarded with hundreds of emails, dozens of meetings, countless requests, updates, and reminders, and a deluge of -of out-of-control deadlines and tasks. More information and distraction means less communication, which affects your productivity, efficiency, and your sanity. At MindJet, we offer the tools to help you get the job done. MindJet takes that information overload and organizes it visually in terms people can understand and shares it with those who actually need it. Work fast, work smart. Go to Mindjet.com to learn more. There you go. And Mindjet has been uh, just a great client uh, for a long time now. Um, if you don't know what Mindjet is, you should go to their site and take a look at, you know, they have a collaborative uh, mind mapping application and task management system. Uh, and uh, if you don't know what mind mapping is, uh I swear to God there's like a universe of of mind mapping people, and then there's a universe of people that have no idea what it is, but mind mapping is basically a an easy way to get thoughts down on you know on paper, in this case on the web in an environment that you can collaborate and just kind of drag and drop ideas around and, and connect them. They kind of build out your thoughts so it's great we've used it for keyword research, we've used it for content topics. Uh, we've used it for a ton of different uh, ideas within the marketing uh, industry. Um, but check out MindJet.com, and uh, and then they have some good mobile apps uh, for task management and mind mapping as well. They've been some good people, and uh, we've been blessed to have written content on their blog as well. So the MindJet blog, if you're into innovation topics and the latest uh, in, in collaboration and innovation please go to uh, blog.mindjet.com and sign up for their blog. It's just just a phenomenal uh, blog. It's it's uh bar none, it's one of my top reads uh, every single week. Um and uh and then uh the last thing that I wanted to mention was if you've been to the marketing tech blog uh to the website lately, uh you will find uh that we just wrote about a social sharing plugin. And so you see a difference in our social sharing on the site. We used to have uh one called Flare, but the company basically stopped um you know, writing the plug in and went to a software as a service model. And uh this one is called Easy Social Share and it costs I think fourteen dollars from um uh, from the the folks that make it. You can click through on our affiliate link on the article. Uh but you will see some beautiful sharing buttons on our site now. And we're so happy with these. Uh you know, compared to the other ones that we had, uh, they're, they're, uh, you incredibly customizable. I could even put in different images for each of these, each of our buttons. I can select which buttons I can do just a ton of different things with them. Um, so you, now you see that we have a, you know, you can share this article with a friend via email. We have, um, we have all of the other, you know, uh, well, go check it out. Uh, easy social sharing. And, um, and like I said, a, and then, of course, if you haven't already, you'll see a tab on the right side of the site in the inbound marketing crash course. Um, Those are basically my notes as we walk through our clients and we walk through their inbound marketing process and priorities. Uh, this is how we do it. And so I wanted to throw something out there for everybody to kind of take a look at. Um, check out an inbound marketing crash course. It's a five-week course. It's free. Uh, you'll get an email a week that kind of walks through different technologies and provides posts back on our site uh to read deeper about them, but it's basically how we it's it's our secret sauce and uh and we put it out there for everybody so that's it, everybody. I just wanted to say hi to everybody. I wanted to take the time to the instead of not showing up uh this week um and and that's no. No rub to Aaron and his team. They are they are just working. Uh, they're working crazy right now with all the customers that they have. But I wanted to take the time just to thank you for being Marketing Techlog readers. Um, subscribe to Edge of the Web Radio, EdgeoftheWebRadio dot com, or you can look up for SEO podcast and and find them. Uh, sign up for their newsletter off in of their site. Uh, subscribe on YouTube. You can watch uh, the videos of us. Uh, the folks at Safe Strategics have just been the best partners in the world. We we uh we pass a lot of business their way um because they they've been so good uh and, and we want to focus on marketing and tech companies. Uh so anybody else that kind of comes in our door, we typically uh point them to Aaron and his team and uh and, and they just do a bang up job for all of their clients. Uh they're they're phenomenal with SEO as well. Uh, and the tea, the radio show is produced by uh, Freedom 95. I can't say enough things about those guys out there, too. You will see there's a huge quality difference in our show this week as I just dial into Blog Talk Radio uh, compared to, you know, getting it done uh, by professionals at a professional radio station. Um, the folks at, at Freedom 95 just do an incredible job. And, of course, you know, uh, Aaron puts together the content on the shows. Thomas, you know, mixes the the videos, uh, you know, but but uh, but their team and the sound engineering and voiceovers at Edge of the Web Radio are far more entertaining uh, than just you listening to me blab for the last 45 minutes. Uh, so that's it for uh, this week on Blog Talk Radio, uh, the Marketing Tech Blog, and Edge of the Web Radio. I'm not going to speak for Edge of the Web Radio. This is just going out to our biz, our, our our audience. Um, But thank you for joining, and I hope I provide you some tips and tricks this week. And I'll listen in next week when we're back on the air with Edge of the Web Radio. Thank you so much. Connect with us anytime at marketingtechblog.com. And from there, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tech Blog.